All right, all right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Come on in. Take a seat. Enjoy a nice hot or cold beverage. As the cold is starting to affect everybody. Starting to sink in. Winter time is approaching. So whether you're enjoying a cold brewski, some liquor, hot chocolate, hot cocoa, some coffee. If you listen to this to the morning, afternoon, or evening. Hope you guys are enjoying your day and appreciate you guys tuning into episode numero tres. Already on episode number three of Beyond the Curtain. Where we take an in-depth look at some of the hottest stories going on in wrestling. Pro wrestling, that is. As well as some interesting controversial topics. And some reviews from shows that only yours truly, K-Dog, will cover. Got some interesting things going on tonight as I'm recording this on Sunday evening, November the 25th. Hopefully, guys, you guys are having a great day, afternoon, evening. Hope you guys also had a fantastic Thanksgiving. Hope you guys had a great, wonderful, festive, happy, merry Thanksgiving. Officially kickstarting the holiday season. I know for me, it was a very good Thanksgiving. Not that any of you are asking, but hey, I'm going to tell you anyways, because, well, this is the podcast that uh, I'm creating. So, <laughs> um, I had a pretty, really good Thanksgiving. Um, first Thanksgiving between me and the girlfriend of almost two months. As of this recording, we are three days away and counting from our second month together. Not that I'm counting or anything, but it's nice to remember those dates. And usually in that, you know, they call it the honeymoon phase of the relationship. I don't know. Whatever. The beginning of it, you kind of remember things a lot more. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to remember a lot of things with her. So we'll see. <laughs> um, got to meet some of her side of the family. Grandmother. Um, I believe her uncle. Her aunt. Some, some other people. A lot of people. To uh, that came from her side of the family, but it was cool to uh, go up there about 30 minutes away from the house and get to meet some new people, enjoy time with them. Then we came back down to my house where I didn't have as many people this year around, but it's all good. And uh, got her to meet a couple people from my family. Uh, my aunt, her her boyfriend was there. Had a couple family friends that came over as well, so. All in all, a very, very good Thanksgiving, food-wise, time-wise, family-wise, relationship-wise. Everything was good. What wasn't good was that my Redskins basically were dead skins on on Thursday. Uh, I pretty much predicted that after we went five and two, started the season five and two, it was only downhill from here because not many things happened very good for the Redskins and stuff like that. Um, not that I'm trying to infiltrate you guys on so many different things um sports is a very big passion of mine in general um i may do a couple sport topic things uh especially with college football getting to the championship season i may do a podcast on the top 20 or excuse me the top four heading into the playoffs after the conference championship games this upcoming weekend whole different topic whole different story for a different day anyways uh but yeah 
uh, forgetting the fact that the Redskins had a, an abysmal game. Uh, everything else about Thanksgiving was pretty awesome, I have to say. So, um, Capitals played Friday, played Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. Won all three games on a five-game winning streak. I like that a lot. Makes me feel pretty happy that the defending cup champs are playing like it. Doing pretty well so far. And then this past Saturday was also rivalry week. So my Clemson Tigers dethroned, demolished, ate up those chickens from from Columbia. Those little Gamecocks. Yeah, they had a pretty decent game plan. Yeah, they played pretty decently. Still beating by three touchdowns. I don't care if they play second string, third string, it don't matter. A win's a win. Next man up. We've had plenty of injuries. We had a backup quarterback that only played 15 snaps against Syracuse, and we were down most of that game, and we came back and won. So no excuses. It's a rivalry week. I can talk trash if I want. Fear the thumb. The thumb is in session. Fools. Teach it not to, uh, not to mess with us. <laughs> anyway, so I hope you guys, like I said, enjoyed your Thanksgiving Guys spent time with some family, some friends, ate some great food. All in all, had a very festivous Thanksgiving. Let me know if you guys uh, did anything pretty special for Thanksgiving or anything like that. Did you guys go Black Friday shopping anywhere? Girlfriend and I tried to do some on f- the next day on Friday. Didn't work out very well. Bought some more stuff for myself than I did for anybody else. That's okay. Um... But yeah, Cyber Monday is right around the corner. Tomorrow, as in fact, from this recording. So catch up on all the good deals. So that way you guys want to fight the traffic uh, or fight lines in the stores to try to get your loved ones and your friends some nice gifts for the upcoming holiday season. So, but yeah, all in all, I hope everybody had a great holiday weekend. Um... Very safe holiday weekend. Your travel plans went well and everything like that. So, uh, But enough about that, guys. We'll get into the gist of this podcast. Where we talk a little bit of 205 Live, give you the results of that, give my little opinions on that. And then we've also got a great topic for tonight as we go beyond the curtain with our hot topic of the night. And it is talking about a possible new promotion that may be starting very soon. In case you guys haven't seen the rumors, all elite wrestling could be on the horizon. So, hope you guys stick around for that. It's going to be a great podcast, one that you're going to want to put it on blast. May provide a little bit of sass. I'm going to provide a little sass, and by the end of it, you may want to kick my ass. So, anyways... Hope you guys are going to enjoy this. I'm feeling like it's going to be a very great podcast. Hope you guys enjoy the first couple episodes. Definitely share this podcast. It's all going to be on the Facebook. It is going to be on the Facebook page at Beyond the Curtain Wrestling Podcast. It's also going to be up on my Twitter page at Beyond the Curtain. No O in Beyond. So it's B E Y. N as in Nancy, D as in dog, The Curtain on Twitter. You guys need to follow us. You guys need to share the crap out of this podcast. Get your family, get your friends, get your neighbors all in tune to this. So that way we can 
expand this a little bit more so that way people know exactly what's going on here. So I hope you guys like this, share this, subscribe to some of these, uh, whatever your favorite form of listening to podcasts are. Um, I know I create a good little list of, of things that we are, are on. I know Apple Podcasts is one. Uh, Google Podcasts is one. Spotify is definitely one that we are on as well. Um, also got uh, Breakers on there, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher. Just about any and every kind of media site that uploads and has podcasts we are on so hope you guys like it subscribe to us follow us share some of this podcast comment on these podcasts let me know what you guys would like to hear what you don't like to hear if you think i'm rambling if you think you hate me if you love me feedback is crucial so anyway guys we will get into our topic here just a second this is beyond the curtain episode number three Alright guys, so let's get into 205 Live, the November 21st edition of 205 Live. Second episode following Survivor Series. Actually, I believe this is, excuse me, the uh, second episode following Survivor Series. Yes, I was correct on that. Had a couple really good matches on this card. It's almost like last week where we had couple good matches and then there was one just kind of very bad squash match but anyways let's get the rundown of 205 live from this past wednesday november the 21st day before thanksgiving opening match we saw noam dar versus tony niece superior athlete cruiserweight champ buddy murphy accompanied tony niece to the rings to, uh, for this match it's pretty interesting to see that it's good to see Noam back uh, from his duties over at uh, NXT UK. Come back to 205 Live. Speaking of which, if you guys follow NXT UK and you guys want me to cover that, definitely let me know because trying to branch out and see you know what works, what doesn't work, maybe cover some NXT. Um, I think I will uh, kind of wait until the next takeover for me to start covering NXT. Um and uh, I know the NXT UK Blackpool was announced. That's going to be awesome. I'll definitely have to try to cover that as well. Um, maybe that's where I'll start my NXT UK coverage. So you guys stay tuned for that. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be interesting and intriguing. Um, the match was not bad. Um, I think Noam Dar is very underappreciated as usual. Um, Tony Nese isn't that bad of an athlete in general. And has been a very good wrestler as well. Um Spinning backslide from Noam Dar was really awesome. That was one of the best moves of the night and definitely of this match. Um, but classical heel, uh, Buddy Murphy helped out Tony Nice, and that made Tony Nice get the win in this opening match. And I give this opening match a uh, B minus. Had some good flow to it. Uh, wasn't that bad of a match. Um, probably they could have done a little bit more as far as cr- uh, creativity in the ring. Maybe try to hype up the crowd a little bit more, use the crowd a little bit. But uh, overall, not a bad match. I give it a B minus. Um, very good match to start off the night for sure. 
get backstage where we see Mustafa Ali. First time we've seen Ali since his defeat to Buddy Murphy at Survivor Series. Um, it's promo backstage. I think I already said before I get into that, I lied. This is the first episode after Survivor Series. I don't know why. I think because I covered the, the match from Survivor Series in the last podcast and it uploaded freaking a day before 205 Live came out again. That's why. This is the first 205 Live after Survivor Series. So for you keyboard warriors are probably already commenting or anything like that. Calm down. Made a mistake. I could edit it, but I'm too lazy. So it's the first episode of 205 Live after Survivor Series. We see Ali, first time since his loss to Buddy Murphy for the Cruiserweight Championship at Survivor Series. We see him backstage talking about his mental and physical pain from his match, how taxing it was, but he did ultimately come up short. Not a bad promo, but it's interesting to see what will happen to Mustafa Ali following this and see where he goes. Um, you can never go wrong with the Buddy Murphy Mustafa Ali match. I'd pay $9.99 to see that every. 205 Live or every pay-per-view. Might be a little too much, but you get the gist. Have a great few going. Um, on to the next match, we get the Brian Kendrick and Akira Tozawa versus some local jobbers from either developmental or just using them from a, a strict one-time profession. Squatch match like usual. Not much to talk about here. I get this match a D just because it's a squash match. Not much entertainment purpose there. Um, good to see Brian Kendrick and Tozawa working pretty good. Um, Tozawa's kicks look like they always hurt very badly, so I would hate to take any one of those impacts at all. Uh, but it's good to see them get a win after last week. They had a loss. Um, pretty big loss there. <clears throat> to Gulak and Jack Gallagher. So, good to see that. Um, we see Cedric Alexander appear backstage with the general manager, Drake Maverick. He announces that uh, next week it'll be Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali teaming up against Tony Nese and Bunny Murphy, which I'm sure, of course, will be the main event. That's going to seem like a pretty good tag team match next week on 205 Live. This upcoming Wednesday, it'll be interesting to watch that. Speaking of that, Buddy Murphy started to make fun of possible Cruiserweight Tag Team Championships. That was intriguing. That's like the first time I think they've ever even come forth of mentioning that at all on that show. Um, now, of course, this is either a sign that we may be getting them, which if you guys remember last week, I talked about that crew that uh, part of my argument for why 205 Live deserves to be on national television over NXT by saying that there needs to be a new dynamic to 205 Live to get a better audience, to create more intrigue and interest into the show. I said that there needs to be some Cruiserweight Championship tag teams uh, or Cruiserweight Tag Team Championships, um, which I'm sure a lot of people thought that, but just thought it was interesting how I mentioned that on the previous podcast covering last week's show, the 14th of November and the 21st, this past Wednesday's show. Murphy brought it up. So, of course, not that WWE listened to it or paid attention to anything like that, of course, but it's intriguing how and ironic how that happens. So, of course, that'd be really cool if we get them. Yet to see if we will. <clears throat> Excuse me. But uh, still really cool that Murphy brought that up. So, wait and see basis with that, but I wouldn't add a whole new dynamic 
and a better dynamic and more intriguing interest to the brand of 205 Live. Anyways, main event time, we got Grand Metalik representing at the Lucha House Party versus TJP being accompanied by Mike Canellis and Maria Canellis. Um, TJP and Mike Canellis coming out wearing some of the Lucha House Party's masks that they've been keeping as a token of their achievement uh, to rub it in their face. Um, they wore their masks instead of just carrying them out. They actually wore them. It's a great heel tactic right there. That's, that's a really good job of exposing a heel and really laying into the faces, getting the crowd kind of upset about that. That is really cool. <laughs> so, uh, TJP wearing green and black pants is weird. Makes me think that he's trying to be a new member of DX or <laughs> something like that. Anyways, TJP is really so cool, though. Can't blame him on that. Uh, this was a really fun, very good match. Lots of offensive moves that showed great athleticism. Definitely a lot of counters, um, some some springboards and flips and dives. Um, a, a stereotypically fantastic cruiserweight match. Not going to lie. So... Um, Metal League, though, he does get the win after TJP tried to use a pinata on him. Um, Metal League countered that, rolled up, and pinned TJP. After the match, though, Maria distracted Metal League and Mike Canellis, her husband, hit, uh, hit the ring with a steel chair and laid out. Still the house party. Um, cleaned house on that. So the heels were left standing at the end of the night. Um, I do give this match a B plus. Definitely a very good match to end the show with. Definitely a very good match in general. TJP, his use of submission holds, uh, definitely among the best. And WWE as a brand. I'm talking NXT, NXT UK, 205 Live, SmackDown Raw. If you want to include main event, whatever. Easily. One of the best technicians in the business right now. So, very underutilized, underappreciated, I think. But um, TJP, very... Very good technician in that regard. So, uh, I give the overall grade of 2-5 Live a B-. minus. Um, besides the squash match in the middle of the show, um, this was a pretty good show coming off the heels of Survivor Series. So, very interested to see what happens on this next week's edition of 2-5 Live. Um, having that main event tag team match between Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali versus Tony Nese and Buddy Murphy. It's going to be a really cool, um, really cool match. Intrigued to see where this leads to for future title matches, possibly a TLC or anything like that. Um, interested to see what happens between uh, Kira Dozawa, Brian Kendrick, maybe Gulak or Gallagher. Lucha House, Lucha House Parties feud with TJP and uh, Mike Canellis. Got some interesting stuff and intriguing stuff going on right now between uh, on this brand. So um, be interested to see what happens here on out. We'll see what happens on the Upcoming edition of 205 Live this upcoming Wednesday, the 28th of November, which is my two-month anniversary with my girlfriend. So, perfect timing on that. So, yeah, overall grade of 205 Live, a B-. minus. Very good show. Very good off the heels of Survivor Series. Second best show, in my opinion, of the week behind SmackDown Live. Raw would come in third. Not that I cover Raw. I'm not really covering SmackDown Live. But I'm basing off of personal expectations. 205 Live did pretty good for themselves. So, next segment, guys, we'll be talking about our Beyond the Curtain hot topic of the night. A new wrestling company on the horizon. Possible? 
vary. How possible and how quickly? Yet to be seen. Some trademarks filled out. We'll get to that here in just a second. This is Beyond the Curtain. Guys, come on. Come on back. Take a break for a second. Maybe drink up. Get ready to either put me on blast or uh, agree with me. You never know. So we'll be right back, guys. Just a second. Alrighty, guys. This is going to be the Beyond the Curtain Hot Topic of the night. Where we talk about something interesting going on in the world of professional wrestling. And it has to do with a potential new company on the horizon. I'm sure you guys have seen it. Get my take on it here. So supposedly, Chris Jericho, Jim Ross, Cody, Rose, and the Young Bucks are uh, potentially seeking to create a new wrestling promotion. Supposedly they've teamed with a uh, multi-billionaire gentleman who owns a soccer team, I believe, in the Premier League, I believe. Um, But I do know he owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, And... Some interesting stuff going happening down in Jacksonville where um, apparently a wrestling company called AEW All Elite Wrestling has been formed, headquartered out of um, TIAA Bank Field in Jacksonville where the Jaguars do play. Um, All Elite Wrestling LLC applied for several trademarks that provides some insight as to possibly the direction of a new pro wrestling promotion. Um, the elite possibly definitely has to be involved in that. Um, it is very important though that to note that the young box basically are the nucleus of this deal. Um, if the young box decide they don't want to be a part of this, basically the deal's off. Um, young bucks are under contract, of course, with ROH until the end of the year. Um, so. Not free to negotiate yet. However, it's been very rumored that Young Bucks may head to WWE, that Kenny Omega may be heading to WWE, or that Young Bucks had ROH full time. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens here in the next uh, few weeks leading up to the new year and right up to the new year, see where contract lights may happen, and see where, if anything, this promotion gets off and running. Um, Jericho, though, is also going to be in the Seals Rolls, Cody Rhodes, and Brain Rhodes. Um, those three are basically free agents. <laughs> they appear wherever they want, whenever they want. Um, that's also yet to be determined as to where the loyalties lie as far as contract goes and stuff like that. However, there's a lot more trademarks that are either being applied or have already been applied. Um, they've had uh, trademarks for AEW as a standard character for Mark for the letters. AEW as well as a mark for an, uh, or for an All Elite Wrestling logo. Um, basically almost like military stenciling, kind of like what the Young Bucks and the Bullet Club style is like. Um... Also, they apply for trademarks such as AEW uh, Double or Nothing, Double or Nothing, AEW All Out, All Out, and Tuesday Night Dynamite. Um, <laughs> excuse me. It's also to note that uh, 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 that uh, excuse me, I had a major brain fart there. <laughs> um, AEW 
Double or Nothing and All Out are company buy logos, um, but the filings for Double or Nothing, All Out, and Tuesday Night Dynamite are just standard character marks for the word only. Um, Double or Nothing carries a logo with a poker chip in the word. Um, it's remembered to be the title of a following pay-per-view to All In. Um, also, that All Out could be another pay-per-view in there for sure. Um, Tuesday Night Dynamite, though, um, seems like it would be a weekly deal, weekly TV show. Whether it rivals SmackDown Live, of course, you know, one would think that since SmackDown airs on Tuesdays live. Would the show be live? Would it be taped? Is that what, what, are, what are, are they talking to any TV deals to or TV companies to get a TV deal? Whether it's Access TV or somebody else? Um, whether it's maybe they put on the app like the Fight app where All Out was, was, was or excuse me, All Out, All In was um, broadcasted on. Um, maybe they come up with their own app to where you subscribe like the network, the WWE network, and they'll broadcast their Tuesday night show there. They'll broadcast any pay-per-views onto there, have some original programming as well. That's all yet to be determined. Definitely some interesting and intriguing things going on here, and I think this would be a really big kick in the industry. Something that could definitely transform this industry, quite frankly, because these are these are guys that are so over in the wrestling organ, wrestling business that this company would definitely have some major players into this and could really get off and running. Just take a look at the success of All In. Take a look at the success of the Jericho Cruise, of what New Japan Wrestling has been doing in the past few years. There are alternatives to WWE. And WWE, you know, even if they are the top head honcho, they are, of course, number one in the business. But you really got to think, you know, there's some there's some steam going on here. And uh, maybe it won't translate to another boom in wrestling, but definitely a kickstart to the wrestling industry. You know, Jericho's career has only skyrocketed since he's announced he's a free agent and appeared in New Japan and uh, done this uh, Jericho Cruz, you know. Um, so it's, it's very interesting to see what could happen. I think it'd be great for the industry. You know, more competition, the better. More alternatives, than the better. Because that means WWE has to step up their game even more. They're not just the only guys in town. And I think this really scares them because I've heard that they're trying to lock down their talent to prevent them from signing to AEW if this gets off and running. And they've got, AEW <laughs> has got a wonderful financial uh, back background to him now that they're partnering with a multi-billionaire who loves wrestling and wanted to get into wrestling and you know if he's basically creating this promotion and he's got the money to fund it then Vince is going to have a little bit of competition whether you guys think so or not of course it all depends on what the roster looks like what the product looks like what the presentation looks like you know how easily accept- accessible is the product is it going to be on national television or not is it going to be on an app is it going to be on a website Yet to be determined, but this is something exciting to look at. Whereas last year, we were all talking about Chris Jericho showing up in New Japan Pro Wrestling and announcing a match for Wrestle Kingdom against Kenny Omega. Whereas this year, it's all about the independent scene, honestly. To me, it is. The success of All In, how great it was, how it was put together by a non-WWE company and sold out a 10,000-seat arena. How the cruise of Jericho did. How Jericho has just basically been even bigger of a name outside of WWE than he has almost inside WWE. <clears throat> um, 
New Japan Pro Wrestling, ROH. So many things are just going on that you don't, you're not really talking about WWE so much right now. You're talking about what's going on outside of WWE. And, you know, if AEW gets off the ground and running, it could definitely provide some fuel to the fire for the promote for the industry and also give Vince some stiff competition. And you guys can fire away in the comment section or message section and blast me about that. I think it's true. You know, if you got a guy like the guy that owns the Jaguars, who also owns, you know, an MLS team or maybe not an MLS team, a a, a, uh, European soccer team, multi-billionaire. It's backing the financial for this new promotion. Vince is, I mean, he's playing with house money. You know, he can afford to mess around with this because he's got deep, 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 deep pockets. Almost like a Ted Turner type situation whenever Ted was not screwed over by that merger deal and basically was forking out cash. And it helped Bischoff and Nitro and WCW get off the ground and running. And not only competed with Vince, it went head to head, but was beating the hell out of him. Not saying it could happen again, uh, you know, offhand. WCW definitely had their, you know, trouble to to gain traction and gain ground. Man, what they once they did, they had that one idea that went so over and it propelled them to the top for 83 straight weeks. You know, this this could be like that, but it may not take a great idea. You know, it's just for the fact of you've got the Young Bucks and Chris Jericho, Cody, Brandy Rhodes, possibly Omega, and then Jim Ross is apparently a part of this as well. Those are some huge names in the industry where, yeah, I get that, you know, WCW stole some uh, top WWF guys at the time, like Luger and Savage and Hogan and Nash and Hall. But this is pure independence besides Jericho. And I mean, yet the Young Bucks appeared in WWE and and Omega was under a, a developmental deal. Cody, of course, made his name in WWE. Brandy, of course, was in WWE. Um, yeah, maybe they've all had their namesake for that, but the Young Bucks have definitely made a name for themselves outside of WWE. So has Kenny Omega. Jericho, of course, his career was started in ECW and WCW, but only went bigger and better in WWE, and now he's his own man. And he's just as popular as ever. Um, and then you've also got, you know, Jim Ross, who's shot away from WWE every now and then, has done some different things. So. Interesting situations going on here. And another thing you have to look at too. Some contracts are coming up. New Japan only runs one-year deals. So Omega's contract is coming up. The Young Bucks contract is coming up. Jericho's a free agent. Cody's a free agent. Brandy's a free agent. But also on the WWE side, AJ Styles and WWE are negotiating. AJ wants a a three-year deal with limited dates. Spend a little more time with the kids, which I can't blame one at all. WWE was looking at a five-year deal with more dates. So a little far off, you know, I think they still got a month and a half before AJ's contract expires or two months. So definitely plenty of time to them to reach a deal. And I hope they do for AJ's sake. But can you imagine if AJ and them didn't come to a deal and he went to AEW? Can you imagine if Omega did? The Elite get there. Jericho gets there. Omega. Cody. Brandy. And then also look at the guys that are contracts are expiring that we probably don't think will resign. Shinsuke Nakamura. The club. That would be plenty of fuel fire to to help upstart that promotion. But you've also got to look at it as well that this is just a pure speculation and a rumor. But here's what a roster could look like with AEW. Cody Rhodes. 
or Cody, excuse me. Yeah, Matt Jackson, Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks. Omega could head there. The villain Marty Skrull could head there. Adam Hangman Page, Jericho, AJ if he doesn't resign, the club if they don't resign, Gallows and Anderson, Shinsuke if he doesn't resign. You've also got Pac, aka Neville. Um, if the Hardys don't resign, they could go to AEW. If Daniels and Kazarian don't go back to ROH, they could go there. Scorpio Sky, Kota Ibushi if he doesn't resign with New Japan, Pentagon Jr. and Phoenix, they're all over the place. What about Johnny Elite? Or Johnny Impact? That's one hell of a roster. Um, Jim Ross, you know, of course he'd be a commentator. I'm not really sure who would be his play-by-play guy. I've got uh, people got all kinds of weird speculation as to who could it be. Maybe Punk could come back because he's such good friends with the Young Bucks. Well, I don't know about that. You know, it could be somebody else. It could be a Kevin Kelly, not a Kevin Kelly, but a Don Callis. You know, it could be um, could be anybody. It could be Tanae coming back. It could be. Um, you know, Josh Matthews. It could be anybody that could be that play-by-play guy with, or that color commentator with JR. Um, fire away in the comment section. Let me know if you guys think that this company is going to do anything. If, if you think um, any of these talents would go to AEW, if the Saints even going to get off the ground and running. And if it does, do you guys think it could compete at all with WWE in some capacity, either company level, pay-per-view level, whether it be. Um, if they do the Tuesday Night Dynamite show to compete with SmackDown Live, could they compete? Would AEW have any kind of success if it even started? And if so, how much success do you think they could do? Um, definitely some intriguing times we've got going on, guys, here in the world of professional wrestling. Some interesting times indeed. If uh, you guys were fired up last year with Jericho debuting in New Japan Pro Wrestling, had that great build up to Alpha versus Omega. His feud versus Kenny Omega that resulted in a fantastic match at Wrestle Kingdom last year with Omega, of course, coming out on top. You know, it's just uh, intriguing times going on indeed. You know, last year had a really big boom for that. I think this year with this addition and possibility of a new promotion that's head started by so many big guys in the industry, I think it only adds more dynamic to it. So you guys need to fire away in the comment section. Let me know what you guys think about that. Give me some insight. Give me some insight on what you think of AEW. Is it even going to get trademarked and filed and get it going? Is it going to be a flop? Are the Young Bucks going to pull out of this deal? If it does succeed, how quickly do you think it'll succeed? Um, do you think it could compete with WWE at any level? Give me some feedback on that, guys. Um, let me know how you feel this episode was. Let me know some things you liked, you didn't like, what I could do, what you, what I couldn't do, what you like to hear, what you wouldn't like to hear. Your feedback is crucial. Definitely give me some feedback. Share this on any form of social media you have facebook twitter you have instagram if you have snapchat anything and everything would be great guys you can like me on facebook at beyond the curtain wrestling podcast you can follow me on twitter at beyond with no o so beyond the curtain on twitter you guys can listen to this on your favorite podcasting websites such as apple podcast google podcasts you've also got anchor you've also got Spotify, because we're always on Spotify now. You've got us on, let me make sure I pull this up here. Give me the uh, list here again. Of course, we're on Anchor. If you guys want to download the Anchor app, you can listen to this on here. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Podcasts, Pocket Casts, excuse me, Radio Public, Stitcher, on just about every form of podcasting slash media 
site there is. So you guys like us, follow us, subscribe to us, share this, comment on it. Anything and everything, guys, would benefit this greatly to this podcast. And I only want to do this and keep doing this because you guys are wanting it so much. So I appreciate you guys listening to this. Hope you guys have a great rest of your morning, afternoon, evening, whatever it may be. And um, holidays are around the corner, guys. So we're getting started. And this wrestling season now is starting to pick up a little bit, too. So guys, keep in touch with this. We'll make sure to post any and all kinds of information that could be happening you guys stay tuned to the facebook and twitter page for any updates any kind of nonsense any kind of fun stuff going on what maybe a preview of the next episode all that good stuff so my name is kate all guys appreciate you guys listening to episode number three of beyond the curtain enjoy the rest of your fantastic day evening or night guys we'll see you around the corner and beyond the curtain the podcast you just heard was made using anchor Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.